Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu, and I'm really excited to have on our show today, Anna Rieger. Uh, she's an entrepreneur. Uh, we come from the same uh, story and background, quite interesting. And today she's going to talk about her story, um, uh, Flip Block. And I'm excited to have her on the show. So, Anna, welcome. Hi. Thank you so much for having me today, Chris. Yeah. Uh, I know we had uh, connected backstage. We used to train with the same individuals. <laughs> <laughs> um, people, your story, how you got started, and we'll get we'll get started. Yeah. So, uh, well, how I got started in business was actually I when I, when I went to school, cause I didn't actually go to high school, right. I dropped out and then I ended up going back and getting my bachelor's. I was going to be a nurse. Then I decided I was going to get my, my associates in science, my bachelor's in science. And then when I got to do the nursing program, I realized I couldn't quit working and go into uh, being a nurse because I needed to pay for my stuff at that time. I didn't have the resources. So um, instead of being a nurse, I took some business classes and I just loved it. And later on in life, I met my now husband and together we started our first business years and years ago. And I've been doing business ever since. And that original business was a window film company that did commercial residential. And then we went into real estate and now we are just into many other things, which brings us now into Fliplock because, you know, we have children together and when you're sending your kids to school, you worry about their safety. So that's where Fliplock was born, being entrepreneurs and always creating solutions to problems. We thought that, you know, we should go into action as parents and really give our kids a tool to be able to protect themselves during an active threat situation and being able to lock the door themselves, which I think is important. Yeah, it's really, um, especially in this day of uh, violence. And um, so, um, you know, we'll talk about, um, you know, your entrepreneurial journey. One thing is, you know, with these, you talked about creating solutions. What's the biggest lesson you've learned as an entrepreneur? I think the biggest lesson I've learned is you just got to go for it sometimes. Sometimes you don't have all the answers and you have to figure things out and things aren't always going to work out, right? And you also have to know when when to pull the plug and say, okay, I can't keep throwing bad money at good money. When you're an entrepreneur, you create a lot of things. People only see the ones that are successful or that are popular People don't see the ones that didn't really make the cut, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Uh, and uh, I love that, you know, going for it. And I was listening to a lot of podcasts, and um, especially when you're younger, when you don't 
have uh, anything to lose, that's the best time to go. And um, what's your, what's your, um, what do you wish someone had told you when you started your first business? When I started my first business, actually, I was fortunate because I had John, who was my best friend at the time, mentoring me, and he had started his business when he was 18. But what he told me was, Anna, whatever your you whatever answer you you want whatever you say you stick to it and just go and whatever happens we'll figure it out and i was like wow that was very powerful for me because i'm a i'm a very much a perfectionist i want everything to make sense everything has to be a certain order but with him i felt very empowered like wow okay so if i do this and it's not right i don't need to overanalyze which cause over analysis causes paralysis so instead of overanalyzing everything, I said, okay, I'm gonna go with it. And knowing that I had somebody that had my back was super empowering to me, especially as a woman. We know women want to do everything right, don't want to make mistakes. But it was like, if I make a mistake, I had somebody that had my back. And that was really something that I felt like I had to step up on other people in the in the in business in general. Yeah. And then um uh, I love that. And what um what advice do you have? A lot of people they're starting businesses, especially during COVID. And they, they, um, they, what advice do you have for aspiring entrepreneurs? I think that you should go with something that you're already good at. You shouldn't try to go into something that you're not partially an expert. And if you're going to go into a business, you need to be the expert. It's something I always say, you know, I don't want to hire an expert because to me, sometimes experts expertly take your money because if you (laughs) don't know what you're doing, they do. And that's just business, right? You can't blame them for doing what they want to do if you don't know how to direct and control your income and resources. Yeah. And um, so we'll we'll switch into more um, like Fliplock. And what do you, um, you know, kind of tell what, um, what, it, what it does and why it's a better safety device? So for Fliplock, for the schools, it's my mission and passion. I am now out advocating for secondary locks in the classroom. The difference between school locks and any lock besides my lock is that it empowers the children while they're in the classroom. You can see it behind me. It's big. It's red. Why is it red? Because it reminds the kids in an emergency situation what they need to do. They need to run to that door, flip the lock. And when they flip it, it says call 911. Why? Because it needs to remind them of the next action step. As you know, people go, they don't act, they may freeze, they may not go into action, but if you give them the tools and the steps, they will absolutely go into action. And the main thing about it is it can be placed at an ADA compliant height and any child in the classroom can use it. And that's super important because as it stands, most locks that the schools have for the classrooms are only used by the teacher. Now you're relying on one person versus 20 or 15 to 20 kids that will actually go into action. And as you know, not everybody goes into action. Some people freeze. You never know what you're going to do when you're in a duress situation. Actually, you know, what you're talking about duress and people um, they fight or flight and they freeze. It's, it's quite interesting. And and how what's been the success of uh, Flip, Flip Lock? You know? so Flip Lock's been very successful. We started the business about two years ago, officially with our you know LLC. But we went to market about six months, maybe seven months now. And we're in the Illinois, been approved by the Illinois School Board of Education. We're in Massachusetts. We're going into Florida, California. We got private schools in Houston, working with San Antonio. I'm everywhere, everywhere right now. And we've got calls every day coming in. And then I have the home version because, as you know, we have six kids together. I have five extra bonus kids. And 
we have a now a 19 year old, we have older kids, but our 19 year old was really around the time this came to fruition for the schools because we have a daughter that was in elementary when this was born. And when she moved into her own apartment, we were like, oh my God, our 19 year old at the time, she, anybody in an apartment knows that somebody else has a key, maintenance man, the apartment owner, somebody has a key. So how do we stop our child from having somebody come in unannounced when she's in the shower or whatever that looks like? And so that's when we put flip locks on the home side. We made the commercial and residential, both. we have both now. Yeah, it sounds like it's quite, and then um, we, uh, what's interesting is uh, I, I know you and your husband when we were growing up and um, it's, uh, you know, this is classic entrepreneurship and what motivated you um, to start business? How did you decide to start a business? Um, what motivate what motivates you to continue? Well, what motivates me? To, well, with uh, most of my other businesses, the motivation normally is you know return on investment, right? Why would I put my time in? Why would I put my resources in unless I could get a return on my investment? With Fliplock, it's a big different passion project for me, especially with the school side, because I never had to be out front and center, right? Being the spokesperson, putting myself out there. But because my mission is so great to me in my heart, I believe that I have to get out and I have to advocate for our children to make a difference in our in our United and the whole United States, because I'm not just advocating for a secondary lock. I'm advocating for a standardization of active threat drills in the United States. I'll start with the schools first. Why? If it's a fire, it's a fire. We all know what to do. The world hasn't changed. There are active shooters every day, everywhere, no matter where you go, a grocery store, anywhere. Why don't we have an alert yet? And I, I believe that I'm going to get it. I'm just working. I just started on this mission. I have my, uh, you know, change.org document and I'm going into every month. I'm at Austin talking to policymakers, decision makers and getting them to understand and hear what I'm saying as a mom. You know, we take our kids to the mall. We take our kids everywhere. There's no alert. And that's unacceptable in the world we live in right now. Yeah. Yeah, we need uh we need more activism and people such as yourself, you know, talking about this real issue. Then talk about the other uh, you know, what quite interesting and what what's next and how can people contact you and uh, and follow you and reach out to you? I have social media, but I think that the most thing we could do as parents is we can go to our PTO, we could go to our schools, we can we can we can advocate for our children to be able to go into action because I can tell you if your child calls you on the phone and says, daddy, I'm in school and my school is on lockdown, what's the only thing that you can do as a dad? What can, what can you ask your kid? Is the door locked? And I can promise you the last thing you want to hear is, I don't know, daddy, because that's the last thing I want to hear. And that's what this mission is about for me is actually doing that. And what's next in line is for people to connect and share as much as they can with about flip lock and the mission. And the mission is really to give our kids an access tool to be able to lock the door. How can people uh, reach out to you? Check check out your website, you know, check out Fliplock uh, and reach out to you. Fliplock.com. We have Instagram, Fliplock Official. I have my own Anna Rieger Official. We have um, TikToks. We have all that, all under Fliplock. F-L-I- yeah. And for all the listeners out there, let's thank Anna for coming on to the show. Uh, you know, quite interesting, really um, talking about entrepreneurship and all of Anna's links will be in the links in the show notes. And with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you, Chris. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best 
It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful, inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors, and we'll see you next week.